systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Um... Hey, couple things. Just because when I dedicate so much goddamn time to it on one podcast, I feel like I should uh, address it real quickly on the next. You know that big uh, music festival that I attended that we talked all about in the last episode, episode 154, Sacred Rose, and all the tomfoolery that happened? I shit you not, they refunded a bunch of people's monies. They refunded everybody's money from Sunday. I mean, basically, if you were at that place on Sunday or had a ticket, you got money coming back to you, and that's amazing. Think about the last time you went to a concert that had a kerfuffle, and the end of it was, hey, let me give you some money back. Like a kerfuffle while you were already there. Doesn't happen. That's that's the caveat. That You know, things happen where you get refunds all the time, but after you've already showed up, that rarely happens. I mean it. I do feel like Sacred Rose really handled... All of their snafus like really pro. well. Capital P pro. Like I said, the only, and I said it last week, the only thing that I thought was a little out of touch was, I think it was one of the organizers on the news talking about how all these people got overcharged. Oh, and like it'll sort itself out in three to five days. Yeah. yeah. And like I assuming like, everyone has three to five days to deal with to, money. To lose yeah. $3,000. Yeah. No, like, so, but But other than that, I mean, yeah. I think they dealt with it well. It was just crazy last night on a Sunday, on a Sunday, getting an email from an event that you attended going, hey, by the way, uh, we're going to give everyone back their money for, for Sunday. You're it's like, holy shit. So since we spent so much time talking about it the last one, Figured we might as well update you and let you know. Look at that. Good There's some them. good fucking people left in the world. Good for them. And maybe the people behind the Sacred Rose Festival in Chicago. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the new podcast. This is episode 155. I'm trying something new this week, and I'm really nervous about it, even though I don't think it will be as big of a deal as I'm anticipating it to be. I am traveling to Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. With a little cactus in my bag. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Can you do that? Yes, and is, I have done. Is that against USDA? It, it, only if you're taking it out of the country. <laughs> Say that's that's where I watch enough of these dumb border shows. Where and ha- I watch enough of these dumb border shows with, with me, him yeah. to know that I had to like Google this intensively Man, first. Countries are real fucking weird with plants with and plants. Foods. So I didn't know. You know, the only states I feel like we have any issue with food and stuff being moved between it's probably Alaska and Hawaii and it's just because they're their own both unique yeah. systems but everywhere else you're right we don't give a shit you can bring something from one state to the next no one yeah. cares no and it's really not that big of a deal so I'm bringing it because you're um, a, cactus. a friend of mine uh, from who I've known since I danced uh, at Glen Castle Irish Dancers in Milwaukee Okay, and I'm sorry by the way I'm stuffy terrible allergies today oh. so trying to kick that um, but I've known her for 20 years and, uh, she, I think we've talked about her on the podcast. She's dying of cancer. She's pretty oh, much, yeah. she's pretty much stopped treatment. I think she's doing like a little treatment here and there. I think that, yeah, that's your friend that was going to throw a death party. Yes. She was going to throw like a, instead of a happy birthday party, it's like yeah. I'm dying party. And she did hold a death party, but I guess like her. right before Good the party, her. they found out like she might have a little more time left, but I'm, oh. we're not talking like years. We're talking like it's still worth it to have the party so I'm she can see all these people. I'm still throwing that party, and I want a ranch fountain. 
Oh, with unlimited her. wings. So she, um, you know, everybody is, it's kind of like a, this will be the last time you see okay. me sort of thing. So are you bringing her a cactus as a goodbye she present? She has a beautiful garden. Okay. And I was like, gosh, what do I bring her? Like, it's so, it feels so, when somebody's dying, anything you bring them feels totally pointless and shallow. It I mean, does. Except flowers, because the flowers will die before them. That's true. Um, but we, we share some mutual friends through Irish dance and I was like, Hey Trish, you know, what do I Texas Trish? Yeah. She's known her for even longer. And I was like, what do I bring her? Like, do I bring her? I was going to bring her marijuana because yeah. I'm like, bring her some weed. And she said, I used to use it, but I can't with the meds I'm on now. It doesn't react well, but she's like, I appreciate it. Yeah. But my friend, Texas Trish said, bring her something for her garden. Like her garden is like her pride and joy. Okay. So I'm like, oh my God, instead of just like going and buying so something in Wisconsin, a little tiny cactus. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that was the next thing I'm going to ask is that because, and I shit you not, you know, uh, obviously I, we just talked about me traveling to Chicago. So so I was at Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. So right now the airport is fresh, fresh in my mind. Yeah. And I, from killing time at the airport, I can tell you at the shops, which are like Arizona shops. Besides, Do they sell cactuses? They sell little mini cactuses that are like that big in a box. And it's like, take home a cactus with you. It's kind of like when you go to Hawaii and they have the same kind of like, you know, yeah. bring home this. And so it's amongst those items, which by the way, the other things that I saw prickly pear flavored gummies Ooh, i'm gonna try those not weed man just regular fucking gummies just re- regular so- candy are they magic gummies no 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 no. but it was like well, pr- i want to try those it was prickly pear flavored gummies and uh next to the arizona t-shirts a lot of different hot sauces apparently we're we're, we're big on hot sauces well yeah but you I can did. buy so i'm th- so are you getting a little like well, I already succulent have it. Cactus? No, it is not. A, so I had the choice. Okay. There were little succulent cactuses, and I was like, "Uh, eh. I did my research. That's and for an office. There's a lot of people that are like, yeah, you can travel with plants as long as you're not traveling out of the country. The question is, how do you pack it? And they're like, you know, the, just, Carry on, right? just warn the TSA. <laughs> there's a plant. That Not just there's a plant, there's a cactus. I mean, this thing oh, is true. prickly AF. So basically. <laughs> it's the number one thing all cops ask you when they uh, go to search you. Anything that's going to poke or cut me. Yes, a cactus. I have a cactus. Um, so basically, they're like wrapping in newspaper. I am opting for bubble wrap. Okay. And I'm putting it in my carry-on because I really... Yeah, carry-on that shit. Yeah, I'm going to carry it on because I don't have that much for my carry-on bag. So that... And it's not like tiny. It's about that big. Oh, shit. Yeah, is, but, it, is it... You just held up... I'm, I'm trying to figure out so we can tell people. That's like what? Six? Um... Seven, eight inches? Oh, no, that's more than 10? that. I'd say it's probably about 12 inches. 12 inches. So I'm going to wrap it in bubble wrap, stick it in my carrier. And, you know, she hasn't handled 12 inches uh, at least in 13 years been a long since, time. since she's been with me. Sorry. <laughs> but this is like a huge to-do, and I'm going to – I this happened every time now I so go home. you got a cactus. I bring gifts from Arizona, and I'm worried about, like, bringing them with. So you're going to – by the way, I'm trying to figure out how many times you've been back this year. It's your third this time? Will, no, twice. Twice, okay. Yeah. Um. So you're going to uh, bring this cactus, and is you're hoping then that she'll transplant the cactus into the garden. Yeah. And amongst this garden, can the cactus survive a Wisconsin winter? Well, no, but that's why I like it that it's tiny, because, like, she can bring it inside. Okay. I mean, it, you can, it can be like a windowsill so, cactus. So, okay, so I was going to say, this isn't for her to actually, like, put in the ground out in Wisconsin. No, okay. no, no, I didn't no. know. I know what you were thinking. No, but I'm... Oh, that's I, interesting. It, you know, there's a first time for everything, Let and me I'm, tell you I'm what, going for it. I uh, flew with some of my very own plants last week to Chicago uh, and didn't have much of a problem, so <laughs> Wouldn't I... Wouldn't that be 
funny. You flew with those plants, but they come after me for my cactus. Really, what is this? Yeah, no, I, th- I think that, no, but that is funny because I shit you not, I do. I watch all these dumb border shows, and uh, I love watching whatever the version is of um, the border TSA people going through traveler's luggage. And this is a much bigger problem in the in uh, Europe. Listen, you want to know why the European Union happened? Just imagine every fucking state here being their own country. And yeah, the monumental yeah. pain in the ass that that would be. Yeah. Um, but watching just, you know, when people get to certain borders and you can't bring this into here, and I get it, it's ecosystem. I mean, yeah. me, me and you have directly seen directly seen what happens when you fuck around with an ecosystem on the big island of hawaii yeah there are a bunch of frogs called koki frogs which are the pride and joy of puerto rico yeah which is in another fucking ocean than hawaii but why are they all in hawaii these little frogs now wreaking havoc on people's eardrums all night long They're very loud because someone brought some of these goddamn things over to this island and bing bang boom there you go they reproduced but I, mean, I don't is, feel like a cactus no. is going to invade a land and, like, screw it up. No, I'm not worried about anything. Like, I don't think it's invasive at all. I'm just worried about getting it there. You'll like, be fine. I mean, I, I, it's in a bag right now. Just don't have a bottle of water with you. Oh, yeah, I know. The <laughs> we'll bottle of water is the end actually, of the world. Actually, that's a good decoy. A good, a, uh, a good decoy is to have the bottle of water. Then TSA focuses on the water. And not the cactus. What do they call it? Red herring? Red flag? What do they Red call it? Red herring. But yeah, there you go. You throw out that. You're like, look over here. Look at the look at the bottle of water. Like if they wanna <laughs> if they right wanna bust me for a nine dollar cactus plant, then I don't care. <laughs> Keep it. Put it in your break room. Whatever. That's fine. I think I should get props for just trying to transport it. You should. <laughs> You're a thoughtful fucking person, man. You bring you know, I thought about that when I was um Well, I didn't want to like show up in Wisconsin and just go to like, you know, a nursery and get something there. I'm like, I can bring her something unique from Arizona and not from the airport. I didn't want an airport cactus. I wanted something a little more but authentic. It is, but it is packaged to travel, man. I'm telling you, you're going to see this thing. I know, but you're I, flying out of Phoenix Harbor, right? Uh, yeah, I bought uh, I, I have a big roll of bubble wrap. It'll yeah. be fine. I don't know, man. They look nice. Good for you. Hope you have fun. It'll be nice. I have a family wedding to go to, and yeah, it'll be fun. AJ's going to be in uh, Wisconsin for her 40th birthday. I'm, takes a lot of pressure off me, by the way. Yeah, I mean, when your wife is out of the fucking state for a big birthday, it's like, I'm sorry. You also get very cranky about that kind of stuff. So, like, I'm not like. Why get cranky about birthdays? Not about birthdays, but just about any special event, like in general, that's not about you. <laughs> You, that boy, that paints me out to be <laughs> such a fucking peach. Well, no, you just you know get, what you hate. Everything it doesn't have to do about you. You do, you do it, and and a lot of it is from your mom, and I know that your mom was. Uh, let's not even talk about your mom; it'll make me angry. Um, but yeah, no, I'd rather just not be here instead of put that kind of pressure on you. So. Oh man, that sucks. Well, I mean, it's it it works because I have a wedding, so it's fine. I'm getting. I mean, I mean, that's that's the thing is this is all just by happenstance. She has a family wedding, and you know, she's like, "I'm gonna go to the family wedding." By the way, it's gonna fall on my fortieth. So I'm going to do this big thing out oh, well, in Milwaukee for my 40s. I'm not doing so. a big thing. I'm going out to dinner with three friends. That's it. Well, yeah, that's a big fucking thing. We, we don't my, leave our house. I know. I'm You're getting, sitting here in a pair of red Nikes and a uh, tank top at like 2 o'clock on a Wednesday. Listen, so I going did, out for like dinner, I'm like, that's a big thing. Bitch, I did leave the house today. <laughs> I went to Walmart. So, but, but, but I <laughs> to mean. To travel stuff. You're going to do a thing, man. I am. Well, and that's the, I mean, we're just at an age now where like. We don't get invited to a lot of weddings and yeah. like, especially family weddings, like 
are becoming more few and far between. So, and the last time I went home in Easter, the last time I went home, I very quickly realized how fast downhill some of my older relatives, including my parents, are going. So I'm like, all right, this is, you know, I got to take these opportunities if I can afford it and if I can make it happen, like with work and stuff. I need to go see people because they're not going to be around forever. So, no, that's true. That's, uh, yeah, that's weird. Um, I didn't read. You're like me like 10 years ago. That's how I was. Yeah. I'm so long gone that I thought about that last week when I was um, flying back from Chicago because for anyone, and, you know, I'm aware that a majority of folks listening probably, uh, you know, live relatively close to where um, you came from, Most right? Most people do. Most yeah. people do. You stay, you know, maybe you, tra- maybe you go away to college. Maybe go away from join the military, but you know a lot of folks come back to uh, you know from familiar places, familiar faces. But uh, last week when I was traveling back from Chicago, as a guy who's kind of lived everywhere, and Chicago being the place that raised me, and you know that's that's home base. It was a weird feeling for me because it was the first time uh, coming back when I felt like I was going home. And I'm not attributing that, I think, so much to like you know Arizona as as much as I love Arizona. Here. Yeah, I love being here. But it was just I don't know for a long time. Like when I lived in Salt Lake and I'd go back to Chicago, um, and I'd travel back, I'd feel sad. Sad, yeah. Right. And same thing with Seattle, um, and so on and so forth. And it was very weird. It was the first time traveling, coming back, and I was like, oh man, I'm so happy to be getting out of here. Want to go home? I'm truly mean this. I think ninety percent of it is just climate. You think it so? is so beautiful and sunny and mountainous Historic. here, and every Isn't time we when we go home, I mean, you went home in a much better time. I say I, I it was like really ideal weather, besides a little bit of rain showers and you know humidity on your neck. I was in you know the the Midwest when it's very nice, but it wasn't even about weather. I don't know what it was. It was just a a comfort thing. I don't know. It was just like that's 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 where I belong now. So you know, and I'm sure I'll feel that way probably by the day before I'm yeah. supposed to come home. I'll be like, I'm ready. But I think it's but you know where I'm going with that is because maybe it's like 10 years ago I realized that like one you can't you 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 can't go home that's the one thing you have to remember kids um unlike Bon Jovi lied to you and said uh-huh. who says you can't go home I say the opposite you can't go home but that's okay all right home's supposed to be this thing and you're supposed to go on and create you know your own vision of it in your life but you know for me it just um I don't know just changed and oh yeah I mean you don't have any living relatives yeah everyone's in gone anymore, they're or dead they moved. they moved and like you're still very much in this phase of like you said you have this kind of age of relatives that are getting older now yeah. and health is changing and this and that. But you they s- all live up by yeah. Milwaukee, Kenosha, Racine. It's still very the traditional. Yeah. So you're like trying to go home to that. And it's different. That's the weird part because you go back now and it's not the place that you fucking remembered. Every single time I go back to Milwaukee, I swear to God, they're building a new skyscraper downtown, which yeah. is so weird because growing up, I mean, there are big buildings downtown, but there was one big you know, building. I was going to say, but hold on. There's the one. It used to be called the First Wisconsin Building. I think it's still the U.S. Bank Building. It's the U.S. Bank Building is what I know If it they've is. changed it, it's still the U.S. Bank Building. I know it me, as so. the building that magically was featured in the Blues Brothers Chicago. When they were supposed to be in Chicago. Yeah, supposed to be dropping a car from an airplane <laughs> in Chicago, and magically it ends up being dropped from uh, the skyline of Milwaukee against the U.S. Bank Building. It's just so, but you're right. It's bizarre because I go home and there's the new skyscraper thing trips me yeah. out because the skyline is yeah. just different. But there's going to be a little bit less attachment each time. Every and, single and Time, I'm yeah. telling you, and this is going to suck for you because you have to go through it still. But as people start to die, yeah. and some of those like key figures are gone, it's going to take on a whole new meaning. And sure. there's going to be that one time when you go, like I just kind of went, and I'm like, okay, 
this is not what it was and that's okay. Yeah. And now I'm just meant to be somewhere else and I can kind of let go of this. Yeah, I mean, my friends were like, where do you want to go for dinner? And I named off a few places. And they're like, well, that's not there anymore, and that's closed. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then you guys pick, because obviously What'd I don't What would you say? Cheesecake Factory, right? No. That's, that's where AJ and her friends always end up going. It's, Cheesecake you Factory. You know why? It's a good central, <laughs> because we have some- Because they like big portions. That's why. That is not why, you bitch. Um, it's, Famous for big portions and cheesecake. I hate you. Um, oh, shit. No, it's it's a good central location for where okay. everybody's located. But no, we're not going to the thought cheesecake. Of, I, I thought it was because you like the, the Oreo cheesecake. I mean, I'm not offline. saying I won't be getting my... I'm staying across the street from Cheesecake Factory. I mean, I could walk to the Cheesecake Factory from my hotel. That's fun. That's the other weird thing is that I'm going home. You like, say at hotels now, yes. right? You're like you're like me. You don't go home. Well, you're not going back to like grandma's uh, house and going to stay in the fucking back room. I was going to try and stay at my parents this time because it's just me. And, you know, it was fine back in the day when they had a spare bedroom and our son was little and that worked out. Now that spare bedroom is like and like wall to wall shit, just stuff. And they keep some, it's very sweet. They keep saying they're going to clean it out. They yeah. never do. It's, it's a junk room now, The whole right? house is a junk yeah. room yeah. now. Gotcha. My old bedroom downstairs is a junk room. Yeah. Um, the bathroom down there doesn't work anymore. So, like, I'm like, okay, so I sleep on the couch? You like, have, yeah, you have nowhere to go. No. Uh, once again, you can't go, go home. Because that's not home Home's anymore. Home's not, that's this, not home anymore. This is home. So, you go there. So, you're, so you're saying in hotels now. Which yeah. I know some people. I, I really was going to try and stay with my parents this time, and I just I couldn't make it happen. I could not do it. I remember the first time that I rolled into Chicago and I stayed at a hotel when my mom was still alive. And, oh, I bet she loved that and healthy. I didn't tell her, um, <laughs> but I remember that. Right, this is back when my my, my mom was. Where health. were you coming in from? I was coming in from somewhere Wisconsin. Might have been. Okay. Uh, lacrosse. Where'd you tell her she you were staying? Then? I didn't tell her I was in town. Oh, like period, at all? Okay, okay. Because I made Legit. the decision. I think I was coming in for a Bears game. It was like it was a real quick overnight. It was like coming in on a Saturday night, staying at a hotel, going to the game on Sunday, and then like driving right back. Okay. Um, but I remember I made that decision. I said, "Well, stay at my mom's," and that's just. You know, at that point in time, it was becoming more and more of a huge monumental pain in the ass. And like you said, bringing stress and this and that. And that's where I'm at with my parents. Yeah. yeah. And I said, and that's going to set the tone for this very fast trip I have. I said, or I can get a hotel, hold back the fact that I'm coming in, enjoy my 36 hours yeah. and boogie out. And it was weird, but it was fucking freeing. Yeah. It was weird, but it was freeing. Well, you know, like I'm... For all intents and purposes, I'm 40 years old. I, I'd like my space, you know, sleeping on my parents' couch. I'm kind of over that. I feel like that I would feel a bit defeated, like coming <laughs> coming home from my 40th birthday dinner with my friends <laughs> to sleep on my parents' couch. <laughs> I, I think that would mess would me you up. Would you if your 40th went home and slept on my parents' couch? So I'm not doing that. But, okay. um, but my, I mean, they've already started in uh. with the... Um, we need a toilet seat replaced and we have, Oh, you're starting to get the, uh, the list. Um, there's a bidet attachment they want put on, What? which I can do, but I really, I'm trying to get them out of that house. It's not safe for them to live there anymore. So I'm like, I'm not doing all this stuff you want me to do. My dad. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, I yelled at him for this one. I'm like, you're out of your damn mind. Last week he goes, 
I bought one of those gigantic flagpoles, so I'd like you to cement it in the front yard. No problem. I was like, are you talking about like the ones outside of like car dealerships? No problem. Are you shitting me sideways? You want me to cement? <laughs> Where? Why? My? And I said, he's got a flagpole that sticks out yeah. of the garage. He goes, well, well one of the big ones. Well, the big one, of course, because whoever has the biggest flagpole. You I'm know. like, I am not coming home. That's who's the most American on the block. I'm not. No, I'm not doing this. Like, um, I have to set boundaries. I do distinctly remember, and this was a phenomenon, like, probably the last, uh, really, when I when I moved out of Chicago and I, I, I left the general Midwest and I wasn't within a, a quick ride to my mom's house, I would fly back in. And it didn't matter if I was flying in from Salt Lake. Seattle, driving in from Milwaukee, whatever. Um, she'd have a fucking list for me. Like oh. I, I would show up and say, "Hey, I'm going to use you know this little four day vacation to see you, man. I'm going to see some friends and fuck off and whatever." And she'd have a list, yeah. like like I was her husband. Absolutely. And and, 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 and we'd be like, "Okay, I need you to do this and that, like a whole list of shit." And I'd say, "You need a contractor. You don't need me." And that's what I think your father needs right there. The man's erecting flagpoles. Well, yeah. It's also, and my mom was like, I said, hey, like, oh, we'll man. go get our nails done on my birthday for the wedding the next day. Because I'd like to get my, I haven't gotten my nails done in like a year or so. So I'm like, we'll go get manic- manicures and pedicures. And she was so grateful for it. And then like within 10 minutes, she calls me back and says, I also need my hair done and a glasses appointment. There you go. I said, oh my God, I'm in town for like three days. You know, dear, you do work remotely. So if you need to stay out there for like an extended time, six months, maybe. Absolutely not. You know, legally, I cannot practice outside the state of Arizona with my license. So unfortunately, I need to stay here with my son in this spacious house. Oh, yeah. Um, So as the the weather turns and the leaves get crunchy. That's Sounds awful. No. <laughs> I, I I invite you if you need to. I'd stay till the first snow, then I'm out. Then she's then out. Then I'm out. Had a family fun activity yesterday watching AEW pay-per-view event uh, all out from Chicago. Oh, man, it was so good. For it was so of, good. Those of you, of course, not hip, AEW, all of Elite Wrestling, that is the rival company to... Um, well, I wanted to say Vince McMahon's WWE, nope. but now it's just he blew it. <laughs> the publicly traded WWE, but you know it's a pro wrestling outfit. And like any now, pro- wouldn't you love to see the heads of some of these big companies just go out with grace instead right. of like Vince McMahon? It's always something. We've or been like doing funneling money to fucking women. I've been the banging. Bed Bath and Beyond CFO. Yeah, this guy threw himself off threw a off fucking because he was involved in insider yeah. trading. Like, why can't no. you just do things the right way no. and go out peacefully? I don't you understand know, why it always has to be. This you know way. who leaves a job more grace? than anyone you've ever seen in your life a bus boy that's it well yeah i gotta go <laughs> why new job okay okay you're watching um aew's pay-per-view their ceo tony khan doesn't seem to have any problems yet the khan family knock on wood they all man always they ends seem badly be, seem to be pretty on the up and up we were watching uh, wrestling. AJ, of course, watches wrestling now. We watch AEW. That's what we watch in the house. I used to make fun of wrestling, and I'm a wrestling fan, so don't ever say you can't change. And uh, yesterday was a big pay-per-view. That's, that's like, you know, the rub of, uh, I guess every sport does it now, except for baseball, basketball, and football, but they do. So that's not every sport. No, but I, but I feel about it. They do because what they do, they get their money from someone else. 
Like, instead of doing a pay-per-view for the Super Bowl, they make fucking NBC pay them. Yeah. And then you have to go to NBC, and NBC makes their money off the advertisements. Say, it's definitely not all sports. I would say it's, the, a, it's the fighting sports. It's the boxing, UFC. Boxing. Boxing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wrestling. It's those ones that make you pay for it. But I'll tell you. The pay-per-view events, right? I And I'm always sketchy about pay-per-view, because I'm like, it can't be that good that I should be paying extra for it. Last night was worth every damn penny. Well, because that's... Like the the rub in, I suppose, any sport, but especially wrestling is, you know, you have a product that's available for free uh, X amount of time, you know, like, hey, we, we give it to you. But is it because it's, isn't it, it's on well, TBS, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you know, they, they also upload that shit on YouTube well, yeah. by the end of the night. Really? Yeah. So if you really don't have cable, if you've you, you got a phone with YouTube, you can watch this stuff an hour after that's it airs. That's true. We get it to you. But it's like we take this thing that we present to you as entertainment and then once every three months. Right, and whether it's and fuck, I want to say for, I thought wrestling does it too much. UFC, Jesus Christ, they have a lot. I feel like the UFC is every other week. Yeah, they're hustling people to buy another pay per view. And aren't they? They're usually more. Oh man, aren't they? Wasn't that last one like a hundred bucks or but something like that? People love that. They love it. It's an event. It's a I nice. Know. It's an excuse right. to sit down. But you sit there and then you try to tell people, listen. I know you watch normally and it's fire, but we're going to do this event and this event's going to be a special time and we're going to ask you to give us a few dollars um, to to watch it. And you've got to make that conscious decision as the yeah. person buying, okay, am I going to do it? And um, we, we, we did that last night for this pay-per-view event. And let me tell you why, why it was fun. Not just because... I uh, get to hang out with my wife, which I really don't get to hang out with her a lot. So no, we don't have a lot of time together. To anymore. sit down next to her and and watch something for a couple hours to watch her genuinely enjoy it because my wife, I feel like, is not that she's hard to impress, but she likes to have a lot of things happening at once, which I don't see her often get like sucked into something. Right? Yeah. So it was cool to watch you get sucked into something because it's live and it's happening. It and was you, fun. Yeah. You know. Um, I had to work yesterday, yo, and all I thought about was this pay-per-view. I'm like, this is going to be fun. Here's the killer side hook. My kid somehow has wandered into the wrestling world with us. And it's not for all of them, not I for was, all the wrestlers. It's it's literally just for CM Punk. He is very – he reminds me of me like when I got into uh, – Baseball for the first time as a as a young boy. Well, yeah, you have your favorites. Like you got baseball cards, right? And and you would just develop. Like I became not a fan of you know the Kansas City Royals, but a, a fan of Kevin Seitzer, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's the specific guy that I liked. Sure. And that's all I cared about. I didn't want to watch a Kansas City Royals game, but if he was at bat, okay, I'll watch that guy at bat. I mean, I can't say much because I'm the same way with AEW because it's on two, what, twice a week, three times a week? Twice. Twice a week. Twice on, on TV, and then they have one YouTube-only show. So There's a Wednesday and a Friday show. Yeah. And if there's nobody wrestling that I really know or even care about... No, I'm not interested. Yeah, you do bounce out. That is true. It's just, you know, but I do have my favorites. And I think, I think that's just the same for all of us. Like, I, you know, I don't I don't know this guy. I don't know if he's a heel or whatever. Like, I don't care about them. But, la I mean, the nice thing about a pay-per-view is, like you said, they go balls out because you're paying for paying it. Paying for it. We got to up the ante. It has to be something better than than what's on TV on Wednesday and, and Friday. And it was. It was all my favorite wrestlers, even one that came back after months. And I, part, I, mean, I swear to God, I don't even think it's allergies. <laughs> My throat hurts today because I screamed so loud at the yeah. pay-per-view last night. It's a, it's a true story. She said it like literally towards the end of the pay-per-view. She starts saying, my voice is hurting. Me. My throat hurts. 
And like anyone who's ever met my wife in person or seen the character of AJ out in any kind of a situation, you know, she she's like me. She could be a loud one, right? Yeah. Loud laughs, loud reactions. Imagine that just concentrated. Yeah. For like three hours of action. A good time. It man. was a great pay per view. As a guy who's bought in a lot of pay per views in his life, going all the way back to like college, and you're splitting them with uh, you know five guys and a dude's basement. Was that one of the better ones? It's it's just you like it when it's you, you like it when it's worth your money. You feel yeah. like, like and when last night was worth the money. last night's pay per view for AEW. All Out was worth every fucking dollar that I threw And you know what I liked even better about it is that not only was it worth every penny we paid for it, but there were matches that happened that I thought, like, they weren't the main event, but they were so Probably good. rivaled the main event in intensity I'm in the crowd. I'm telling you, yeah. that, that match with the Acclaimed last night was better yeah. than the main event, and I wasn't expecting that, but, I mean, it was so intense, and everybody was so into it. It was really, it was just awesome. It was fun. You know, we don't, with with streaming and all the shit nowadays, we don't have a lot of opportunities. I would say there's not a lot of communal. This was the it, interesting it's, part. It's nice to know, like, and it's not the Super Bowl. So, you know, it's not like I'm sitting down. I know all my neighbors are watching it. Yeah. But, like, I was on, a like, a live Reddit thread with all these people watching it. And I was like, this is just a fun event that we're all watching in real time together and we can all talk about. And it's not like, you know, you, you miss it and then it's on Twitter. Like yeah. we, you can, you can actually watch Again, it in real time. live events, yeah. right? It's like those live experiences, like what, what was, uh, you know, used to be called by, by cheesy radio talk show host as water cooler talk, right? Yeah. Because it, it used to be um, a Monday uh, after the big Sunday HBO show aired, whether it was, Game of Thrones or Sopranos or whatever it was, right? Monday at work at that water cooler, people, because you knew everyone watched. Everybody watched it. You yeah. all talked about it. And we have less and less of those experiences. And yeah. the one thing that does seem to make them happen is the live sporting events. Yeah. It's the one thing that's happening in real time. And I know, yeah, wrestling is sports entertainment, but still, it's those things that it's not like, you know, um, like the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert, which I loved, but it was not a live event where it's been uploaded now. And, you well, know, it was a live event, except it was in London. London. Yeah. So, so it was in the middle of the day for most of us. Yeah. But is, we, yeah. we consume things at, at our own uh, pace now and we yeah. get to it when we can get to it. So f- to be able to talk to a bunch of people and, and, and I shit you not, AJ is on a live Reddit thread. I mean, this was like shit we used to do when I was watching professional wrestling in college, like circa 96 to 2000, <laughs> like one dude would be in an AOL a chat room, chat room. <laughs> oh no guys. Everyone's saying that the rock might beat stone cold Steve Austin tonight. <laughs> but like that was my wife last night, literally in these live Reddit threads talking about CM Punk and, and, and MJF coming back. Yeah. And, and it like, was fun. she's like, Oh, I got upvoted. I'm like, Holy fuck. She found the fandom. It was just really fun. Do you know what's cool great? Communal. I loved it. Do you know what's great about you, AJ is that, and, and I said this last night, as far as the wrestling thing is you're just so new to it that you still get worked so easy. And you're like the perfect fan. You're the one they want there. Cause you give the big reactions. You give the Holy shits. Well, and I, I mean, I, you I, are, it's fantastic I watching no, you watch. I noticed that like, I'm, I would say I'm a new fan of the Howard Stern show last three years or so. Yeah. 
And I'm a new wrestling fan last year, just she, one year. She just likes to wait to try things. She likes to give, make sure things aren't a fan. There's one thing I hate is when people are up my ass to say, you need to listen to this or you need yeah, to watch right, that. Yeah. I'm like, I'll watch it when I damn well please. And it's not going to be when it's popular. She's but like, I want to see if this Howard Stern guy really lasts. I want to see if this guy's on a flash in the pan. But you're right. Like, I'm still so naive with it. Yeah. Like, I'm afraid to comment on that stuff on, on Reddit. Like, I was afraid. Because you think someone's going to hammer you yeah, for something? I yeah, because I was afraid to say anything last oh. night on the live Reddit. But, like, first of all, wrestling fans are so cool. Speak from your heart and they will always Oh, they're you. so yeah. great. And Howard Stern fans, not not quite so kind. <laughs> not to say welcoming environment. No, yeah. they kind of hate everybody and fuck, everything. Fuck, fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I definitely hold back there. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was. They were super cool last yeah, night. Yeah, man. Yeah. And Nobody calls you out and says you must be new. You're like, newbie. They don't give no. a shit. It was a good time. Yeah, and it was just, you know, it was fun having my kid in there. And it was fun having him into it because he's at an age where nothing we do nothing's is cool. cool. Yeah. We're all high fiving. Like the last time we were this worked up and excited together when was, was when the Bucks won. No shit, the Milwaukee that was yeah, and that was. wasn't even uh, like I was. I wasn't was invested that in it. Our son was a little invested in yeah. it, and you were kind of just like, "Well, I lived in Milwaukee, so yeah. I care." Like, like I'd rather see Milwaukee win than like New York or LA. Exactly. Yeah. But last night we were just all on the same page for like one glorious. So moment. just so you know how the sporting events rank uh, in our household for the two native Wisconsinites. Number two, Milwaukee Bucks winning a championship. <laughs> Number one, MJF returning yes, MJF! on AEW's All Out to Fight CM Punk. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.